Coming up on Small Town Charm, we're going to continue our conversation about the new zoning, about uh, the, the positive, the beautiful aspects of CD5 and why we all want it. We got the ladies here with us still, and they're going to keep talking about all that great stuff and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. It's all on Small Town Charm. All right, we're back. Uh, you got a cat in your lap. I do. That's that's an addition. Uh, I feel like Doctor Evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, very appropriate based on what we were talking about before we started recording just now. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask before we get into this discussion, I, I this is just for my own personal education, is the seventy acres that we're talking about is is the is the Kroger development a part of that seventy acres? No. It's, so that's that's separate. No, that that one's approved, ready to go. That okay. I, but it's adjacent. It's adjacent. Right, yeah. It's so that road. So there's gonna be a road that runs uh, alongside of Nolansville Road, which is gonna be like a secondary collector road, which is gonna go through like proposed CD5 downtown, dump into the Kroger development, have a roundabout, and kind of exit on Williams. Okay. Past Nolansville Road. So so just I, I I got caught up in my own train of thought for a minute. Just the the di- different densities, you know. Uh, the last time that CD5 existed, it was down to 18. Is that right? 18 right. per acre. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then CD4 is, is what, 12? Right. So, at, what's that? Six units per acre difference times 70 is, was that 420 uh, units different? Right. But, but the difference is 420 apartments versus 420 single family homes. I just love to see like there's some math on like uh, the difference in like the, the effect on schools. Well, CD4 could have apartments too, correct? Right, yeah, yeah it could. Yeah. yeah. Not not big, not, uh, CD4 cannot have like big standalone apartments, which is, that's a big difference too. But like outside of the density, there's other ways you can limit, which we have uh, limit density by hilltop preservation, by, by uh, just... Uh, Green space. Yeah, green space requirements and just uh, commercial uh, commercial minimum. So CD5 has a 30% commercial. It means 30% of your development has to be commercial. And if you run out of space, like, sorry, sucks, you can't get your 24 or 18 units. Like, that's a requirement. You have to have this much commercial. You have to have this much open space. And you cannot build above this point in the hilltop. Yeah, I, it's a great point because I think it's really lost on a lot of people. Um, Brian from... TPUDC said this early on in the zoning process as like a rebuttal to the whole density debate. TPUDC doesn't even want to include density numbers in the character districts because they're arbitrary. They don't matter. So just because we say it's 12 in CD4, it's a theoretical number that is it's going to be dependent on like the parcel and like what is actually available to be built on there. But there are all these other things and elements of the zoning that come into play that will take away somebody's ability to actually even build 12. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's so not- like, you may buy one parcel and it can get 10 and the parcel next to it because it's just right. the, the way it lays out and what you can use the land for and how you have to follow the other elements of the zoning, you may only be able to get six. So it's not it's not even, a, like, this is a new idea to me that I hadn't even thought about, which is it's not really like, those, those are different pieces of land that will be sold and even within that once it gets developed it'll it'll be developed as different parcels of land correct and so it won't just be like you're getting uh 
exactly even for even. Every, every acre has this many units somehow stacked on it. The number isn't even really, it's not even really an average because it's going to look so, it could look so different between right. each now, one. Now, one developer could come in and buy like multiple par- parcels yeah, yeah. and put them together. And then like, you're still going to have limits though. So like, I think, I just think what people are doing is they're saying, oh, like it's just, if you have 10 acres of land and you have 24 units an acre, well, that person then by right can build 240 units. Which is, and it's yeah. like, well, yeah, fine. We can all like do basic multiplication, but that's not how it actually works. Right. So to, to kind of put that in perspective, like, look, uh, there's, there's a real life example of that. So uh, Lend Innovations went on their contract with three parcels and they were using potential of CD5 to design their par- parcels, meaning they included whatever TPDC wrote up and they were able to m- complete maximize the, uh, their land, they were they couldn't do more than 20 units an acre. Mm-hmm. Even though they had a 24-unit acre allowance, they couldn't do more than 20. So is well, that the picture that has yes, been posted on social that's media? That's 20 units the, an acre. And it's, with the pond, with the walkway with, over the pond. With, with the boardwalk type of thing, right. And so The big 20. pond, like yeah. with the, the, the restaurant. The restaurants There's, overlooking it with patios. Yeah. I'll add some pics on the yes. show. I'll, I'll overlay some pictures when yeah. we'll talk about this. Okay, but, good, because uh, I was just yeah. about to describe it. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can describe it too. There was, well, a, there was a blue dot right there. Do I have a thousand words? Because the picture's worth a thousand words. Describe it though, because there's audio podcast listeners who won't see the picture. Okay. So, All yeah. right, good point. So for those who are audio only, um, there's this picture that's on Facebook. It's buried in the comments on various posts, and I've been planning to make a post of my own with it as the front and center picture. But um, it's got the design from Land Innovations. There's um, a pond that has a boardwalk, so you can kind of walk over the water as you're walking with your family. Maybe you just went to an ice cream shop and... You know, your kids, you don't want to eat inside because they get all messy. So you take them outside to walk and lick their ice cream on the boardwalk. Um, Giving me chills. (laughs) (laughs) It really is nice. There's restaurants, shopping, dining, all of the things that you would love to have. Um, That's what this visual is. It's a plan from Land Innovations. And the new piece of information to me is what Mike just said was that plan they're allowed 24, but they planned it at 20. No, well, they didn't plan it. They, they used were, to they, be allowed 24. With all they, the regulations in place in that zone, they couldn't get more than 20. Right. Because you have to preserve hilltops. You have to you have to build roads in, which yep. require a right-of-way. You have to uh, open space requirements. And you have the commercial minimums where 30% of that entire development has to be commercial. And all of that takes effect before you build out anything else. Anything, so like, right. you have to meet every single one of those requirements before you even start thinking the, the about... Un- the correct. unit... The unit, the unit allowance is uh, secondary to the regulations. Yeah. You can build up to this many units, but you have to build to the regulations to a T. And then when, when uh, during the compromise, when they went down to 18, TPDC said, probably can make it work. Like, well, like, you know, we'll kind of maybe maybe do bigger commercial spaces instead of having a, you know, 3,000 square foot restaurant. We'll do a 4,000 square foot restaurant. Right. We take some units away. Like, well, like it's within the variance uh, or it's within, it's within, uh, yeah, it's within the variance of like trying to make it work. Right. Uh, but if you take that down, like if you just completely get rid of that and you do CD4, which we know is developed with 12 units an acre, they're just, it's, they're just going to plop, plop in a neighborhood with, with yep. your, you well, know. that's, that's, that's an important point because, because the town nitpicked that two units per acre, um, on, on a, a against a business. Um, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but visually, two units per acre, if you're a citizen driving down the street, you will not see a difference in anything the difference of two units per acre make. 
Uh, you won't in any kind of road study or impact on school study. You won't see because how many how many acres was their development? It couldn't have been all seventy, was it? No, it was. So it was like it was Even like one hundred forty. You could have one hundred forty theoretical extra units. Extra units, two right? Per acre. But again, we've already talked about that wouldn't even be that many. Um, and so, based on the math we've heard, just I'm just spitballing here, but like ten percent, uh, the number of units is how many students you end up with. So you end up with what? One hundred seventy. One point four. You end up with one point five. You end up with like seventeen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry, two students. Two students. Yeah, it would be like one point seven students. It was ten percent, so it'd be seventeen students. If one hundred. We can't do that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's doesn't matter. Yeah. Usually, I'm, I'm really good frazzled. at math, but I'm not on a podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's less than twenty <laughs> students in the school. It, 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 at best, or at most, so over over, a, over the over the spread of three three different school systems. So it's like right. elementary, middle, high school. Right. Yeah. So so from a from a people who are already here standpoint, it is completely arbitrary. Makes no difference. You're getting it either way. But the town was willing to nitpick down to that level on this number that Chris has already mentioned. Again, doesn't really matter. But as a business, you run your business with very strict guardrails and guidelines for what is profitable, what makes sense, what doesn't. Right. And so for a business, those two units per acre actually could make a difference enough to make you completely scrap your plans. Correct. Theoretically. They you, don't know, you know what's interesting is actually first there was a compromise from 24 units down to 20. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second compromise from 20 down to 18. Was so, it so? Was it Joel that the made same, the twenty? Uh, I don't recall. No, it was it Derek. Was, Derek made that made it down to twenty. I really can't say. I don't recall. Yeah. Either way, though, it's just the, my point being, you are nitpicking something that makes no difference to anybody in the town, but it makes a big difference to the people who are deciding whether or not to bring this thing that we're talking about. It could be this amazing experience for all the people who already live here. Um, I mean, it, you go in an ice cream shop, and sometimes you only see two customers in there in the winter when it's a slow day. But maybe if there was an extra 140 units, maybe, you know, that right. would have been just enough to keep it viable. And without yeah. you know, very small I number just, of I just think people don't seem to get that, like, even if you made it 100 units per acre, like, you could not build, you couldn't physically build Practica- that. Practicality doesn't enter. Because yeah. like, right. no like, one's arguing the rest of this, the requirements. They're just no, this like, this one number. thing, which is the density number, doesn't control the entire zone. You have, like, a thousand other checklist things right. that you have to follow that are all dictated by, like, the land that you buy and, like, how big it is and how it's laid out. And the what grade, you, the and creeks. Like, the, yeah, the, how the, close to Nolensville Road are you? Width, are you right. on Nolensville Road or are you on Williams Road? Like, all of those things are going to dictate far more than what this density number is. I think TPUDC just did the math of, like, okay, in theory, for this character district, uh, most of these parcels, when they follow all of the other rules... The max you could potentially probably ever get is twenty four. Right. That's how I think if, it, can, if it's a flat rectangular lot yeah, with no streets. Because Nolansville was like, we want a number. We want a number. Like they just came back and said, okay, well, if everything was perfect, you could probably get twenty four. That's the, like the max. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think people understand that's a maximum. Like, like the, in reality, most of these parcels probably could only get twelve. And, to and but the, and then the argument there would be like, well, everybody that builds in Nolensville will builds to the maximum. It's because the zoning sucked. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if you limit so much, <laughs> where like the six units per acre in Greenberg North, you limited it down so much that the, the density was so low that it was very easy to hit six. And they're like, yeah, we're just gonna build to the maximum because it's very easy. We could have built to twelve, right. but we're limited to six. The limit sucks. If you set a reasonable limit. 
it's much harder for people to reach that limit you know then and you get a higher end product and you get a higher end product yeah. they, they, then they get to go all out on the on the project yeah so, so imagine greenbrook north at like 24 acres a unit right and they couldn't fit 24 acres a unit or 24 units an acre there right but if if they're able to just maximize that land no now it's no longer you know 70 townhomes covered in siding now there's a variation of products at a higher end clip right. and it's like two stories of commercial up there and it just it, it makes much more sense instead of saying like well you're allowed six and they're like all right we just gotta we just gotta stack them up we just gotta get six in there we gotta hit the maximum to get some type of dollar back right, right? Yeah. yeah so let's talk a little bit more about what what uh what caitlin and, and you're definitely fighting for and the reason why you got involved and and liz i know that it matters to you it matters to all of us but but um, you know, the three of us have sat here and, and you've talked a lot about density, right? Density is not why Liz and I are in the room. We're not here yeah. to be passionately fighting for a density number. We're here to passionately be fighting for a vision for our town, um, that I think could be so special, so beautiful, so unique, so charming. And I don't think that that vision was really known until I posted a bunch of pictures on Facebook. I posted it in the Nonsville community page. Somebody else posted it in 411 because I'm not in 411. Um, I posted it on my personal page and I've created a petition now um, because the pictures really show the character of CD5, Character District 5. I think this is a cool, uh, I think this is a pretty cool contrast because people will, like people are asking or at least me, is like why? Like why is Caitlin doing this? Why aren't you doing this? Or why isn't like anybody else doing this? Look, this is the perfect. I want to get into <laughs> high requirements and density. And Caitlin's yeah. like, I scream on a boardwalk, guys. I scream on the boardwalk. <laughs> so zoning is not really my thing, but I really want this very special lifestyle, this small town downtown lifestyle. Liz, I don't know where you grew up. I grew up in a town where. We would ride our bikes and go get ice cream and sit at the fountain and, and ride back home and, and that's what we did one of, one of the cool, every day. One of the coolest commercial spaces I've ever walked into is in her home to, hometown. Wheaton, Illinois. There, there it was a popcorn it. shop. It was a popcorn shop. They, they lit, like so they had oh, yeah. two buildings next to each other. There was probably like six feet between the buildings. They encapsulated no, it. Four feet. They encapsulated it and made it and made it an ice cream store. Or not an a uh, candy store. It, yeah, so it's an so, alley. You walk in, you can't you can't pass anybody without going like this because you you pass them like this and you can't do it shoulder to shoulder. You have to be like chest yeah, to what, chest. One wall is just a giant bookshelf of baskets of different candies, and then the and then the other side of the building is just a line to the cash register that's on the end. That's but the it, entire it's store. So it's so awesome. unique it's and iconic. it's so special, and you can't duplicate that anywhere. Don't do it in Nolensville because then it's just a copy of Wheaton, Illinois. We don't want a copy of Wheaton, <laughs> Illinois. Right. We want someone to come here with really. special special ideas like that that make it like oh i'm gonna go to wheaton so i can go to the popcorn shop which we never went there for popcorn we went there for candy yeah, yeah. Um, but what can we do in nolensville that brings us something special and it's a place where you know after you have an orchestra concert instead of going to sonic to celebrate the orchestra mm -hmm. concert you go Dang, to this village district well <laughs> i mean i go to sonic and i can't even get a booth sometimes because everybody goes to sonic right. because so, there's right. nothing else we love sonic but like you there's nothing else for for teenagers in this town to do other than go to Sonic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
Let's create something Let's else. Let's create something else. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a skate park in the middle of this village center. Maybe there's a theater in the middle of this village center. We don't know because it's not here yet. But what we can do is we can make the zoning regulations your fun thing, zoning. <laughs> we can make the zoning regulations that will allow all of these possibilities. These possibilities can't happen under our current zoning. They can happen under CD5 because CD5 is supposed to be this special district it's supposed to be the place that the community comes and gathers it's called uh i keep messing it up i keep calling it the village core it's called the village center right Mm -hmm. cd4 is called the neighborhood center right and the zoning um regulations cd4 neighborhood center cd5 village center a place for the whole village that's what we're trying to create and and it's it's funny to me because like i'm gonna ask a question here and we're all extremely biased, so I already know the answer to this. What is the best event in town? Like, once a year, this event happens, and it's the best event in town by far. Broken Wheel. Right. Broken Wheel. So, does Broken Wheel have enough parking? No. Do they have enough space? No. Is it crowded? Yes. But it's so freaking fun. You can bring your kids. There's there's Mm -hmm. beer. It happens on the the lawn of the brewery. There is a distillery across the street. So, like, there's so many people. There's not enough parking. But everybody goes because that is that is the community event. And that's, I'm not knocking on Star Spangled or Veteran Day Parade or any of those. There's uh, lots of good events in town, but, and they all have problems with parking. They all have, you know. Right, but Broken Wheel specifically, it happens in a very small area with very limited resources, but it's like amazingly fun because it's for everyone. You have a, you. It's loud. It's it's kind of a mess. No offense. Like, meaning a mess, like, it's... It's like, organize it. That's why. It, it happens on a lawn. It's like, you know, like, right. that's the best, that's the best example we have is, like, you pack a bunch of people together that you create, uh, you, you create a, a venue for people to just go and hang out and just enjoy whatever, whatever attractions or whatever food or drinks you, 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 you can muster, and it becomes great. And nobody go, nobody, I don't know of anybody that says, I'm not going to go to the Broken Wheel Festival because there's not enough parking. Or there's too many people, or the traffic sure. to get out of there sucks. Like that, it's just you go like those those the things that hinder, they they become they they they're not even they're not even good excuses not to go. But and I will what? say it is an entirely different experience than going to like a festival in downtown Franklin. You and, 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 if, and if you look festival. at downtown Franklin, because they have that area and they can shut down the roads, and so nobody can drive in on those days, and it's like set up in such a way to where it's very walkable and very inviting. Um, they have festivals frequently. Don't they, they have that like big They have there, stuff right? that is like the level of Broken Wheel several times a year. Like it's oh, not absolutely. like a once a year thing. It's like like two, three times a quarter. Well, and they have, yeah. a, they have a special historic foundation that actually helps plan all this. Right. It's like four or five a year at least. And, and it brings in so much for those businesses, uh, right. for the residents. People come from all over the state to go to those. Right. But my point was that like all the things that uh, people say there are negative about like building a village, like traffic and not enough parking and too many people. They're they're not negatives. Mm-hmm. That's what makes these these village centers and village courts special is because they're it's such a it's it's such a great community event mm-hmm. that you don't even think about like where am I gonna park? It's like oh, I'll find somewhere. Like how right. am I gonna like it's gonna suck getting out of there? Sure, like it. No, whatever. For sure. That's for gonna sure. like it, that, yeah. that's part of, that's part of that's part of the experience. It's gonna suck. Yeah. You know, the dad's going to be Titans cussing games, under his breath. Titans games are a nightmare to get to and from, but you still get Yeah, and they yeah. pack them up, right? Yeah. Well, uh, another, another thing to, to, to mention is just uh, the fact that 
you can't close Nolensville Road, right? It's a state route, right. so you can't. Uh, the Buttercup Festival, uh, as slow as traffic is driving through there, I still kind of like get a little freaked out every time mm-hmm. we walk up and down the street during that because it's like you could cross that bridge over yeah. there. And you yeah. have one kid, we have four. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's like Absolutely. there's a little flimsy ropes, you know, just blocking off. I and mean, the cars they were slowed down pretty well, yeah. but then. You know, it's bad for the people trying to get through town, and it's bad for the people at the event. It's actually not good for anybody. Right. Um, versus, like, what we're talking about is if you had, you could have all these events in a place where you could close the roads down and everyone could ride their bikes over there if they wanted to, or they could park if they needed to, or walk over there, or whatever. Um, you know, it's just not, I know I've seen some people who live north of town who complained about with the location of CD5, and it's like, well, I know that those people also wanted CD5 on their part of the part of town, town as well. Right. Um, so maybe they could fight to have CD5 up there too. That's, you know, <laughs> there's a reason not to have, it's like you don't, uh, you know, one, one good idea doesn't mean that it, you can't have a good idea somewhere else too. Um, but, but just having access to something that, again, I think about our kid uh, becoming a teenager, and like I know a lot of reasons why, you know, kids get into crazy stuff when they're teenagers is just because they're bored mm-hmm. um, and and they just want something to do. Um, I was lucky enough um, where I grew up we had plenty to do um, there was it was a, it was a growing town and there was plenty of places to go and um, and and do things um, so I didn't fall into that but like I know like it's just like you talk about like you go to small towns and I'm not trying to fear monger this because like it's you're always gonna have problems right. like you know the i think for the most part like the the more rural you get the more you see like drugs having a a a, a hold on like high schools sure or you see like uh that's why like you know uh girls get pregnant you know a lot more in those areas because they're just bored they're just getting into stuff um that maybe they wouldn't have <laughs> otherwise if they had something to do now of course all that stuff's going to happen anyway my point is just i want my kid to have somewhere to go when he's older yeah and this the cd5 zoning this gives Nolansville the opportunity to shine it's not going to change Nolansville into something different it's going to bring more of Nolansville out it's going to bring more opportunities for Nolansville to be Nolansville so I I, I can kind of get vulnerable in this in in this point so if if we get CD5 and I know I know for a fact I've talked to people that this will resonate with if we build CD5 I will spend the rest of my life in Nolansville if we don't yeah there's always that like Franklin's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Like, if even, you say that, though, they're going to definitely not vote for CD5 yeah, because they're going to be like, let's no. get him out of here. <laughs> if, one, if one mic goes away, another one steps in, trust me. Yeah, uh, sure. but, it, but it's like, there's always this longing, right? So there's always this like, well, like, where do you go for fun events? Like, I mentioned Broken Wheel, and the first thing you thought of was Franklin does four of them. Yeah. Like, that's, Franklin does that on such a bigger scale, and you can just stay in Franklin. And even though there's traffic, it takes you 10 minutes to get into town in Franklin, and takes us 30 minutes to get into Franklin sure. to enjoy those events. Like, if you build that here, like, I can, yeah, like, that will satisfy all my needs where I have somewhere to spend all my community time that I want. If you don't, then it's like I'm constantly going to Franklin. I'm constantly going to Mount Juliet or, you right. know, like Brentwood doesn't have that. Brentwood doesn't have like a village setting. And there was one weekend when we first moved here and we were like, ooh, let's go find downtown Brentwood. And we drove and we drove. And we, oh, I guess there's not a downtown Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think that touches on, and it's a post that you made on Facebook as well, talking about time poor. Right. And mm-hmm. like how much time are we spending traveling to other places just to find things that we don't have here? And what would that look like? What would, what would your life look like to have that time back if it was just here? 
Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things that we're not ever going to get. But, like, what if we had a village core where you could have entertainment and and have our own Outdoor Taste of Nolansville events right. and live music. Why right. hasn't nobody and... talked about the live music? I don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that's kind of close to my backyard. I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> that's literally this backyard. Yeah, that's true. It's right there. We, I, I we see the to, tower from our deck. To your point, though, Mike, like, I mean, I have those same feelings all the time of like, oh, it'd be really nice to live in Franklin for this reason or that reason. Um, one thing, like, I mean, Liz and I learned this when we worked at the brewery that, like, uh, the Williamson County like tourism board. So like the, the whole group that like is dedicated to promoting tourism in right. for the whole County. What do you think it's called? Frank visit Franklin. It's right? called visit Franklin, yeah. mm-hmm. like for the entire County. Now they promote like all the other cities and stuff too, but like there's a reason that it's called visit Franklin. It's cause like Franklin is like the gold star, like golden child of the County. It's like what the County is known for. And there's, I just think that it's like, do we want to be like Franklin? Not in every way. We're never going to be like their population size. Uh, I know you think differently, but we could potentially like, but I do think that there's some really amazing things that Franklin has done. And they realized at some point in time, just building homes, like just building neighborhoods doesn't work. You need other stuff. So let's revitalize our historic district. Let's build some of these other like kind of like village E type of developments that are all kind of like around the downtown and like have them flow into that. And then like with that comes to Caitlin's point opportunity. It's like Mm -hmm. if you put the zoning in place uh, and I know I've made this post somewhere else about like this is like a math equation to me and we keep trying as a town to just solve for development which is like the wrong thing to sell. Like, so we're trying to like basically dictate how things can, how things can be developed. And to me, it's like put anything at, after the equal sign, traffic, infrastructure, police, fire, whatever you want to like fund in town, all the things the town needs to pay for, like those get paid for by taxes. And so it's like zoning plus development plus taxes equals all those things. In order for us to actually like solve the problem, we need to solve zoning. And that's why I think that this is so important. It's like zoning creates opportunity. It either creates opportunity for developers to come in and build shit. There you go, Daniel. <laughs> Write that one down. 33 seconds left in the Lay, like, <laughs> They will either build absolute shit or oh, they okay. will build something beautiful and like it will have all the kinds of things that we're describing that these other municipalities have. And, but also tax revenue. Correct, and like, <laughs> and those kinds of kinds of development happen to drive more tax revenue, which will then limit how much our property taxes have to go up. Right. So let, let me like, yeah, I wanted to kind of like marry the two thoughts, like the idea of of uh, you know the positive of what this thing could be, and then like the then see all this math stuff that, that that we've talked about before, and I think a lot of you know, Mike, you mentioned like I you know uh, Franklin looks pretty nice. People are going to say, well, if, why did you move here then if you want it to be so much like Franklin or whatever else? And, and my answer to that would be like, because we liked what it was when we moved here. And if it, if it never changed, maybe we still wouldn't leave. But, but like you said, it presents an opportunity. So like the, 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 I love like a good analogy. It's like the doctor comes to you and says, hey, like you're, you're, you're like have a, have a life-threatening illness. And we we got two ways to treat it. And and the way I see it is this town has got, like, from a financial standpoint, like, we've got so many liabilities 
uh, and so many things need to be worked on or grown. That's it's a life-threatening illness. And the doctor says you've got two ways you can treat it. We can either cut off one of your limbs or you can actually treat this by eating pizza and candy for the, for the rest of your life and nothing else. And you'll be healthy and great. And so like we're presented with this like pizza and candy version of like this is a solution to our problem, which is why like we're talking about this positive stuff. So we can solve all these problems and get something that's so amazing. Why would we pick the other way? That's that's. I think what we're trying to get at yeah. with this. I'm going to give you a closing, and hopefully the cameras are still rolling. So during Planet Palooza, uh, TPDC's one of one of their main questions was, "Is this your forever home?" Over ninety percent, over ninety percent of the answers were no. Hey, thanks for watching Small Town Charm. This is the end of our conversation about the, the positive aspects of CD5 and why we think it's a great uh, fit for Nolansville, and why we have a unique opportunity right now. Uh, to take advantage of what's coming. Um, and so we'll be back again really soon to talk more. We'll actually have uh, these two with us again for another episode, uh, talking more about the nitty-gritty about uh, finances and things like that. But that's coming up on a soon-to-come episode of Small Town Charm. But for now, we'll say bye. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon.